Total Sidebar listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Boston Beer Ventures. You know these guys. We've talked about them. Beer is in their name. Do I have to tell you anything else? I'm sick and tired of having to drum this into your heads, but it's a pandemic, so I get a little bit more forceful because I'm home and I have nothing to do, and I'm looking to the left, and I'm looking to the right, and I'm thinking, time to get a beer. Are you thinking you're thirsty? Oh, you seem I'm, thirsty. Eh, a little bit. <laughs> is that bad? Mm-hmm. Are we not, is that okay? Quench that thirst, Ellen. I would quench that thirst. And let me tell you a little something right now. We're in the middle of some kind of some kind of emergency where we can't do all the things that we want to do. There's going to be huge pent up demand. And what I would say to you is if you hear about a great idea of something super fun that you can do as soon as we lift up the gates, I would go book that puppy now. And Boston Beer Ventures is getting you prepped for it. They're going to do virtual tastings, okay? Everybody's doing virtual everything. Can you name a virtual anything that you have seen or done? What have you done that's virtual? Literally everything, everything in my every life day. has been virtual. <laughs> and can I, can I say, I've done a Boston Beer Ventures virtual tasting and it is awesome right? They guide you through the whole process. They explain why the beers are different, how they're made, what the tastes are, what you can enjoy, how to pick good craft beer. Do you want to get through this really tough time and be a little smarter? Anybody? Yeah. I mean, okay. it would be good, but I don't know. If it's, yeah. mm. But All you right, know so what? I would like to be smarter about beer for sure. All right. So that was like a 50-50 answer. But for those of you out there listening, I know you want to be smarter. So you can contact Boston Beer Ventures. How, Alex? How? Um, at bostonbeeradventures at gmail.com. Do you see how she did that? See, she's already smarter. She's remembering stuff. I'm so proud of you. And that's so, a big, yeah. that's a big one for me. That was big. So you guys check out bostonbeerventures.com or gmail them to find out more, to get something fun on your schedule. Okay. Just do it right now. Sidebar said, do it. Thank you. Can we just make the world go away? Is it possible? Make the world go away. Is that a song? It sure yes. is. It's like Engelbert yeah. uh, Humpty Dumpty. Engelbert Humpty Dumpty. <gasps> is that what I'm hearing? Oh, no, Humpty back. Humpty back. His no. Excuse me. Stop it. Back. Engelbert Humpty Dink. Humper Dink. I do the Humpty Hump. Oh, Humpty Hump. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. I am your hostess, Ellen Cumley. I'm here with my lovely co-hostesses. I see them in squares, which is the way we see people now. So why don't you say hello, Jen Palmer? Hello there. And say hello the others. We're going to call you the other square, Alexander Shumway. The other square. I mean. Yeah, well, you know, take it when you can get it. Right now, you're square three. If you want if you want to work hard and study everything you've been doing and think about what you've been doing wrong and fix it you might move up to square two or maybe someday square one but right now it's good to have goals it's really good head back to square one oh Oh, good one jennifer oh interesting interesting Uh, that's not what i meant i know I know. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Ellen. Everybody's, I do believe there's a little bit of undercurrent of punchiness. I know there's anxiety wrapped in it. Like that is, it's like the Worcestershire sauce that is permeating the recipe of our lives right now. I know you see the analogy where I went. No, no. The Worcestershire so, sauce? A little confused on that. I'm just saying anxiety is the low thrum. That's kind of like the sound of <laughs> 
That's <clears throat> if you had to put put our moods in sounds, I would say that anxiety is like the heating system going on in your house or the air conditioning going. It's like you're working along, you're working like, oh yeah, things are weird. Oh yeah, things would kind of click in and remind you, like I'm working away, I'm working away, I'm doing my things, and then you hear the sound of the heating system. It's like, oh yeah, things aren't normal. Things aren't normal right now. You know what I mean? The question I'm going to ask you is: Think of a thing, not a big thing, not a life thing. Like, gee, how are we going to pay the mortgage? Gee, how are the kids going to go to college? But but yeah, that's too scary. Yeah, no. don't do any of those. No, ever. we're not going to talk about any of that. But I want you to think up a dumb thing that you were worrying about before all of this happened. And I'll give you my example. Great question. I'll give you my example. So I, uh, probably a month before all this crap came down, um, I made the mistake and thanks Ocean State Job Lot. Um, I bought a flower pot that should, there was no reason to think that it was not watertight right? I bought a plant, put this plant in the pot, put it on what is a family heirloom antique table that's about 130 years old. Oh. Yeah. And that's a well-built table, Ella. It's, it is, my mother's family has had it passed down generation to generation to generation, right? So it's very beloved to me. I love that table. It's a small, round, very pretty table. Well, unbeknownst to me, the stupid ass job lot flower pot leaked that's so unlike an ocean state job lot thing i i try to to buy quality (laughs) i try to buy quality things and what do i get for my trouble but a big white water stain on this antique table so i call my sister and a friend i'm like oh yeah i can't believe it mom's table i can't believe it i got the stain on the table she's like mom never let us put plants on that table i can't believe you put a plant on that table which was not helpful (laughs) in my frenzy so like a sister no, a typical sister. <laughs> Seriously, what a jerk. Yes. Let's start first with blame and lowering self-esteem and shame. And then check, we got- Check, check, Yep. And so then I tried to rub it out with mayonnaise and fireplace ash. Which Say I was what? A, Say what now? The dude from this old house online said that was the key. And then my sister said, no. Yeah, send- and, wait, I'm sorry, but yeah, another reason to love mayonnaise. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, yeah mayonnaise, never be without it. No. Uh, and then got these other pads. Anyway, long, long story short, it's still there. Half of it where I worked on it with the mayonnaise and fireplace ashes, actually a little better than the other half, but it's never going away. And you know what? I'm kind of going to make peace with it. I'm not, the the moral of the story, getting back to my question to you guys is, what is something that loomed large, kind of dumb, but large in your lives before all this that you now find yourself being able to let go of? Jen, what do you got? Hold on. I got to take this for one second. What? So you have made peace (laughs) with the fact that you got a stain on a 130-year-old table. I bet you're not the first one. I think... Think about this, Alan. In 130 years, yeah. when you're like great, great, great grandchild or whatever, I don't know, maybe I gave it too many greats. Um, but when your grandchild like does a little something, something to that table and there you're like, oh my God, it's a pandemic. I can't wait. I do what this. are you going to do? <laughs> no, like, you just, okay. you know what? You just sent me a great idea. Maybe I should just carve into yes. that table 
pandemic 2020. I should write my bad 2020. You should make up the story ah. and hand it down from generation to generation, making it bigger and bigger and be like, and it'll be like a tale of lore. Like, 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 oh, and during the, uh, the pandemic of 2020, and the wind terrible was blowing. happened to the table. <laughs> and at that was point, a stormy night. Great, great grandmother Ellen was alone and in charge of so many things. And drinking a couple of Bud Lights. <laughs> and she ashed on the table, and that's what happened. What are you going to do? The end of the day. <laughs> I agree. I think you should create a story. I think this is ripe for a good story. Hey, that's Listeners, a good Listeners, if you would like to help Helen out with her new narrative, please do. Email totalsidebar at gmail.com. What is Ellen's heirloom story about why she wrecked the table? Nicely done. Nicely done. What about you? Okay, so you don't have to have an heirloom story. Is there something that was bugging you before this came down that you have found your way to let go of? Yes. I got one. And the irony is remarkable. (laughs) So... um, I was working a lot, felt like I was like kind of on a bit of a hamster wheel and um, I felt like I wasn't spending enough time with my children. Oh, Jesus. And now I'm fucking trapped with them and I can't get away. It's like the worst gift slash punishment ever. You've been able to let go of it. I think that's great. Have you made peace with that, Jennifer? I have. Literally the other day, Lou and I, we, we had gotten in a little fight. I'm like, come outside. He's like, why? I'm like, because there's nowhere to talk inside. Everyone's <laughs> listening at all times. They're on top of True. us. We had to go outside to argue. What is wrong with oh, us? Mary? Okay. Well, that's good. And this then is- we made up. We were fine. We came back inside. But nonetheless, I'm like, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. Everyone's on top of each other. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm glad you solved that togetherness thing. Yeah, you're welcome. So I guess I'm going to go back to something we were talking about before we started recording. Yes. I told told the ladies I had some big news to share. Big being the operative word. Oh my God. (laughs) I've decided to buy new bras. I didn't want to do it. First of all, I'm cheap. Second of all, I had to admit that I put on a couple pounds. You know what? When I ordered them the other day, I was like, I'm good with it. I'm yep. fine. This yep. is this. Like, also, who am I trying to impress? My, yeah. my children. <laughs> it, my husband's like, you're, you're the. This is exciting. You're for what you. I have now. Very yeah. exciting. So <laughs> you're I was, what I have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally, where else am I gonna go? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, I guess there's that. Like I was stressed that out guy before. Now you. Like, <laughs> He's yeah. so lucky, isn't he? he is. So wait, are you gonna like light candles and and lie down like with your sexy lingerie now <laughs> yeah. when they arrive? Well, with your let new me larger size brazier. Yeah, clarify the bras I got are not sexy nor are they lingerie. They're just to keep in the extra weight up top. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> they're just the, the they're standard just issue. It's actually more coverage, not less. So yeah. Oh, that, like the, those are the best. Just yeah. the fencing around a corral. Yep, we're just trying to <laughs> pen them in. Just pen them in. Nope, nope. In you go, doggies. Back in, back in. You see one trying to escape a little it's bit. Like, no, the no, 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 no. Back you Come go. on now. Come on now. <laughs> Everybody for the night. You're down for the night. Let's go. Everybody, whoop. Little doggies back in. Yeah. <laughs> what's, that, that's, what's that it's line? Like, There's a line from Steel Magnolias when she's like making fun of somebody who's not wearing at the wedding and she's like it's like two pigs struggling under a blanket i feel like that's my boobs sometimes they're like going like at one another and under a blanket kind of thing 
Sorry, listener, you couldn't see the visual I just gave. Yeah. Wow. It was a good one. Yeah. You're welcome. No, it, it drove the point home. Sidebar listeners, when we can, we always like to honor those who are observing milestones. And guess what? Nothing wrong with getting old. Listen to me, hear me now, believe me later. Nothing wrong with it. We are smarter, wiser, groovier, hipper. And special shout out to somebody who I think is in that category, Miss Lisa. Super fan Lisa. Marianne, you know who I'm talking about. Just turned 50. We want to give a shout out to the super fan pair of pals. Love that you're living in Little Roadie, biggest little state of the union, right? If you turn 50, you know what I have to say? What do you have to say, Ellen? Well, when you get to it, turn 51. All right? <laughs> Happy birthday. We love that. Any more birthdays? Send them to us. Why not? It's almost like we're an upstate Maine radio station. Shout out the birthdays. <laughs> do it. Kind of birthday, we, do. we love you. We love you, Lisa. We love you, Marianne. We love you both. Happy birthday. Hey, speaking of which, that leads me to another question, believe it or not. What? Booze or corrals? No, you'll understand. You'll understand it. This is another um, global health uh, crisis kind of a question. So it is uh, for most of us here in the United States, we are getting into spring and summer and it's getting nice outside. And I certainly am realizing that, wow, I suspect I'll be spending a lot of time in the backyard. I have my little backyard. And so, okay, I'm going to make it, I do what I usually do. I put flowers in pots and I get ready to mow the lawn and I try to clean off my deck. And I had some social distancing, um, a couple of um, cookouts with my sons, which was all great. And realizing, okay, you might not, you're not going to be going on the vacation trips that you normally would. So you're going to be spending time back here. So get comfortable with it, make it as fun as you possibly can. And my mind was wandering and I was sitting there in the sun in my chair and I just thought, what if, you know, what are the rules on people? <laughs> Don't, this is not me. So I just want to be clear. So what if somebody wanted, I live in a, okay, again, I live in a suburban neighborhood and there are fences between neighbors and it's all fine, but it's all pretty closely, you know, densely populated. What if somebody was topless sunbathing in their backyard? So that's, and that, and again, I want to just say, it's not me. It's not something I want to do. But my question is, what are the rules on something like that? Like, what if you had a neighbor who like to topless sunbathe. Now, remember, I know we have many, many international listeners. We have all our friends from the south of France, from Ken, from many. Nice, from yeah. everywhere. I understand you guys don't write in because difficult, très difficult. But for language the barrier. rest of you, exactly. Hold on, because it's but what? A language it's, barrier. It's different over there. It's different on Europe. It's, we're here in the Etats-Unis. Okay, so here in the United States, <laughs> if you're living in the burbs and somebody was topless sunbathing in the yard next to yours, what would you do? Discuss. I'd have a hard time. I'd have a hard time getting past that one. I gotta be honest with you. We're, we're living in pretty close proximity. I mean, has I'm, anybody I'm run a, into it? Ever, no. ever run into it? No, me Oh, actually though, in my neighborhood, there was people who used to um, have, well, there was this, this couple, these two, these two women who mm-hmm. lived in a house and I guess where they had a pool and I guess they used to topless sunbathe all the time. And so the boy who lived next door would, you know, look out over it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, I, no, I, 
I don't like to be topless <laughs> even solo in the show. No, I, well, what would you do <laughs> if your neighbor was? What would you do if your neighbor was into it? Oh. Uh, How about that conversation? Well, I'm not going to say anything to them, but I Pull certainly would be like, yeah. I, I, I'd make fun of them behind their back. Oh, not absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be. Oh, it would, behind their backs. Oh, for sure. But no, I'm not going to address it, but I'm like, what? Hey, no. I mean, I, I, hey, live and let live, I suppose. But still, when you live in close proximity. Yeah. I, I gotta say I gotta say no, just say no to boobs in your face as you're <laughs> to sitting in your to public boobs, public, to public boobs, boobs. Yeah. Yep, in the burbs. Yeah. No public boobs in the burbs. Yeah, no boobs in the burbs. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> Jennifer, where's your thought? Oh, a hundred percent agree. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do it for myself, nor do I care to watch somebody else do it. Yeah, it's just not my jam. I haven't heard about it being a problem. It just dawned on me, like, yeah. well, what if somebody had you know that proclivity like that was something that was important to them and you have kids especially preteen boys you had yeah. kids and like oh mrs sanders it always takes her top That's off true. Which is, you know what i mean yeah. yeah that'd be a weird conversation to have but um but you yeah. haven't run into it no okay I'm so, all i'm trying to say is there's a pandemic on so be ready for anything true okay true sure okay <laughs> <laughs> So of all the things that you guys have worried about. It wasn't on my list yet, but I'll no. add it. I'll but now add you're going to angst yeah. about it. I'm trying to think of all my neighbors who I live around. I don't think any of them are taking their top Same. off anytime soon. Same. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now, guys, you're going, maybe. now you're going down the list. Okay. I have a throwback from the last episode. and okay. Which we don't remember, as nope. you know. Haven't I know. Haven't listened yet. Well, well, you will immediately when I talk about this. And what I will say first is no interrupting, Alex. No. Yeah, you know who you are. So I would like to read the lyrics poetically to Don't Cry Out Loud. Okay. And then Excellent. we will discuss the meaning of the song. Because okay. as listeners, loyal listeners will remember... We started singing this totally song. Totally forgot about that, by the way. Made famous by Melissa Manchester. Uh, you can sing the first line. Go ahead, Jennifer. Baby cried the day they took the big top down. That's the best part because that's wrong. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> Jennifer, oh, well, Jennifer, my memory is wrong. Jennifer made such a compelling argument. I was so, like, Ellen, you are dead wrong. Jennifer is right. Listen to what so, she's saying. So, anyway. <laughs> It didn't even occur to me that the lyrics didn't make sense. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear what they really are. You really do your research on these things, don't you? This is what... Okay. In in one ear and out the other. I don't even remember this conversation. Yesterday, and I forgot about it. So this is why I am telling you, you're not allowed to interrupt me until I am done, because I think it's really important that you hear the lyrics start to finish. I will go through the first verse the chorus, the second verse, (laughs) and the beginning of the chorus. Okay? No, it will not take that long. Okay. Are you going to sing it or speak it? I am going to speak it because it really really is poetry. Here we go. Okay. All right, go. Baby cried the day the circus came to town town. because she didn't want parades just passing by her. (laughs) So she painted on a smile and took up with some clown while she danced without a net upon the wire. I know a lot about her, because you see, baby is an awful lot like me. Don't cry out loud. Just keep it inside. (laughs) 
learn how to hide your feelings. Fly high and proud. And if you should fall, remember you, you almost had it all. Baby saw that when they pulled that big top down. So they combined. They left, they left behind her dreams among the litter. The different kind of love she thought she'd found. There was nothing left but sawdust and some glitter. Whoa. But baby can't be broken because you see, she had the finest teacher. That was me. I told her, don't cry out loud. Just keep it inside and learn how to. And there you go. Okay, so I have a question. Okay, so, so this whole circus thing is just a metaphor? Yeah. My parent, I was young when it came out. I, I thought it was an actual Jennifer, you, I, Jennifer, you should have been a trial lawyer because no argument. I was can like. We, can we stop for one second? Can we just stop for one second? We just finished our first poetry circle. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay? My bad. Well done, this, this was, mm. No, it's not, it's, not, it's not applause for me. It's not about me. It's about the words. Sure. And the meaning. Okay. Pure, pure poetry. So what's interesting is, who's baby? Yeah, she and is, who's she... me? Who's baby and who's me? That's what I want to tell you. Wow. This is yeah, spooky, isn't it? It's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think and, that... and you've literally tipped my world upside down because I, I had it completely wrong. Well, so you will never forget now, baby cried the day the circus came to town. Yep. So it does okay, make so a little she, more sense. So she's a parade-hating, <laughs> clown-loving, tightrope-walking, like kind of like Looney Tune? Is that what I'm supposed to take from this whole song? And it's a family genetic trait because the mom yeah. has been the same way too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, I know. Because she and, learned it from her. Her teacher was well, me. Well, that's the whole thing. That was my original point. Like, what a terrible message to send. Like, whatever you do, you have a feeling, you have an emotion, you keep it inside. Shut that shit down, okay? You know, because otherwise you're going to fall off the high wire. The circus tent is going to mm-hmm. fall on you and kill you. And that's terrible. Or, or for a moment, let's just think about it this way. Yes. Oh, you know, okay. keep it inside, fly high and proud. Perhaps yep. it's, it's like a fake it till you make it kind of thing. Like, mm. you get okay. out there. And you do what you need to do. And don't you worry for a second. Go, go, go baby, go. <laughs> yeah. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Say goodbye to the glitter and the litter. Yeah. And no more clowns for you. You can fly <laughs> high and proud. Exactly let just, right. Let me just say one thing. Melissa Manchester, <laughs> kudos to you for being like, Glitter, glitter. Oh, glitter. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was before websites like rhymezone.com. Right. Yeah. By the way, I frequent often. I didn't even know that was a thing, you but do. you can put sure it in is. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, we write a lot of stupid poems for friends and stuff, but no, that's a good, um, yeah, that's, that's, it's, I, I want to know. And by the way, Melissa Manchester, where are you now? You wordsmith. Mm. Where is she? She's a deep, deep woman. You know, who's She's I a bet, thinker. I bet, you know, who I bet is flying high and proud during this pandemic. Melissa fucking Manchester. She is probably still following the circus wherever they are. <laughs> she pounded She's probably a full-blown carny by now. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. queen of the carnies. Yeah. I just had to wrap that up. I had to wrap that up. Thanks. Well. Appreciate that. And I wanted everybody to get a little And culture. you wanted everyone to know how wrong I was with the lyrics. No, that was not the point. I, I just realized when we touched on the song, it's such a piece of poetry. <laughs> anyway. Really? That is really is. A piece of poetry. That it really is, is. So much more Melissa Manchester than we ever needed to know. <sighs> to so know. True. To know. Speak. To know.
Uh, is it time to go to like it or not? So very exciting little twist to today's Like It or Not. These have been submitted by a loyal listener. What and, and they were so good that I said, what the hey, these are going on the show. Yep, they're going on the show. So thank you, loyal listener, and you know who you are, for giving me some great ideas. They're all great. Some of them I thought, have I not asked that? And what? it's just This is amazing. Yep. Let's try it. Okay. And this is interesting. The first one is interesting, and I will tell you it's, it has a personal resonance for me. So, like it or not, Star Wars. Oh, I love Star Wars. No. Okay, I'm going to go first because <laughs> I'm a big Star Wars fan. I love it. Now, I, I don't love it to the point where I put the Princess Leia buns on and get dressed up and stuff, but I love Star it's Wars. New glad, I'm glad for that. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> yes, I will wear a new bra. Um, but... Um, but yeah, oh no, I love them. I love like the romanticism and the whole like traveling through space. Now, granted, I am not a, no, I'm not a fantasy person, but I don't think Star Wars is fantasy. Like I don't like Lord of the Rings and all of that stuff, whatever. But I like, I just love the story that when they went back and the whole Jar Jar Binks thing, obviously that was garbage, but it's just great. It's great. It's good. It's evil. I mean, you kind of know a little bit what's going to happen, let's be honest. I don't think I saw the whole Luke, I am your father thing. Spoiler alert. But I was probably also like <laughs> 11 at the time. So I don't think I was picking up on a lot. But like, I love it. Are it's, you st are you now picking up on a lot? That's a good point. No. Uh, okay. All right. Things, things don't fly by me. <laughs> it's going to be pretty much spelled out for me to be like, oh, right. Yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah. Jennifer. Um, no, I, it, I'm, I'm finally at the point in my life where I can admit that I don't like Star Wars. I spent, didn't the first one come out in like 78 or something? Mm -hmm. I think it was actually yeah. 76 or was that John? No, I know. When no, it I think was, it was 78, I'll, right? I'll tell you about it. 78. Oh, okay, good. I have been hiding the fact that I have hated this since like 1978. Oh. Um, Yeah. And when it first came out and uh, everybody loved it and everybody was swept up in it and I mean, it was fine. It wasn't anything that I loved, but it was like, oh my God, the entire nation went bananas. It was every Happy Meal and every child with figurines and, and the Enterprise and the Luke, I'm your father. The Enterprise is Star, Star Trek, by the way. <laughs> whatever. You, whatever the Millennium Falcon, is. the Death uh, Whatever Star. it is. Yeah, I don't know. I pretended to know all those years, okay? I pretended to like it all those years. I did. I pretended to like it during Empire Strikes Back. I pretended to like it during whatever the third one was with Jabba the Hutt. Return I don't the remember. Jedi. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, whatever. I pretended to like it because wow. everybody else liked it. I, it's okay. I, look, it's okay. But even when it came time to making my children watch you know, things that I love, we put it on. They were like, eh. I'm like, I know I feel the same way. It just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. And I'm so sorry because I know so many people are so into it. I certainly never watched anything beyond the mid eighties. I've never seen any of those. I tried one time and couldn't get through it. It's Which one did you try after? I don't even remember. They all blend together. They all look the same. They all blend together to me. I don't get it. Huh, that's a bummer. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I feel like I'm letting people no, down by admitting okay. that I don't like it, but I never have. Even when I was like eight or 11, I never liked it. And I pretended that I did. And I got the Happy Meal figurine and I was excited to see Princess Leia. She was the only one that I cared about. I didn't care about any of the others. Well, and it was only because of her buns that you referenced. Yeah. Dude, I'm with nice you. Buns. Yeah, yeah, nice buns. Nice buns. 
Yeah. yeah. And then the gold bikini. I mean, she looked great. Well, but again, wasn't that not till like the second or third one? That was the third one, but it's okay. I'm with yeah. you. Okay. Ooh, Ellen? All right. Okay, Ellen. Wow. Pretty emotional. Uh, um, I found out this past weekend that my older son's girlfriend is a Star Wars aficionado. She's like a big fan of the whole thing. And in the conversation with her about it, I said, I was there the and went on a date with a, I was in college when Star Wars came out and it was a big deal. And I went on a movie date with a guy, again, I have a type uh, when I was young, dumb as a post <laughs> and um, super cute, went on to be a, a professional hockey goalie with the Montreal Canadiens, but um, wow. still well, real. Seriously, how did we never know this before? Oh, I just, I've logged a lot of miles. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> What can I tell you? Um, There's a lot on this odometer. Let me tell you that much. What can I say? Um, but I remember going to that. We would be blown away by the effects and blown away by it all. It was so ahead of its time. It was so it, it was unlike anything we had ever seen in the movies um, at that age. And then I'm sure I was excited, as excited as everybody else, to go see the, whatever the sequel was. I don't even know the names of them all. And after that, I just got confused. Like they just kept coming out, and it was a prequel or a sequel Same. or a thing and a man and a fan. And Same. my kids, when I had kids, they looked forward to seeing them, and they always wanted to go out and see them because all the kids went to see them. But we weren't crazed over it. We never were. So I'm very thankful that they're around, and they did great jobs with um, special effects. And thank you, Star Wars. But but it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it's not the boat that I float. Okay. All right. There you have it. There you have it. So but I Han think Solo, have... Han Solo is pretty hot, right? Always. And Claudia. And Harrison Ford still, he wears an earring. He's like the only guy who wears an earring. Remember we talked about guys with earrings? Uh -huh. He's like one of the few guys that can sort of pull it off because screw you. He's Harrison Ford. True. Although yeah. I wish he wouldn't. I kind of wish he wouldn't. <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't ask me. Despite like, the earring, we still the earring, give Harrison, Harrison a thumbs up. I will have a steak dinner with you, Harrison, if you ask me. Well, Even with an earring in. I will. Big hearted and big bellied of you. Speaking of food, try this on. Oh, we love like food it, ones. Like it or not, creamsicles. Now, fucking Ugh. hate. Yeah. <laughs> hate. That is a waste of calories. Hate. Go ahead, Jennifer. You take this Oh, one. I don't even, it's not even about caloric waste. <laughs> It is a foul combination of two flavors. It should not be oh. allowed. I do oh. not, do not endorse <laughs> vanilla and orange going together under any circumstance. It's gross. And you the fact should... that it's frozen on top of that is even worse. You guys should see her face. Like she's legitimately angry right now. Oh. She can't even believe oh. that this question was posed it's the to nastiest, her. The nastiest of frozen treats. Nastiest. <laughs> you okay? No, that's how I hug? feel. I, can you ask one of your kids to come hug you? Like it's a <laughs> pandemic, Alexandra. Okay, I have strong feelings. <laughs> elbow, elbow them, elbow them. Um, well, I don't feel as strongly as Jennifer does, but there's <laughs> no way I'm. If anyone's like, you know, you know, ding dong, ding dong, here comes the ice cream man. Never in a million years would be like, I'm gonna get a creamsicle. Like that's the Aww. biggest waste of time. You get real ice cream, or or get a popsicle. Or a fudgicle or an ice cream. There's a million better things. Let me just put it that way. That's like the lowest 
The only thing I could possibly say would be higher than that. And again, I'm going to the ice cream man who drives a little truck around. It's one of those disgusting things that they do now with like the face and the jelly and the SpongeBob square pants with like two gumballs for the eyes. I would eat that. I would eat 10 of those before a cream skull. Oh no. I'd eat a cream skull before I ate one of those gross things. Oh yeah. No, that's, I, I mean, I, Ellen, I do have a floor. And that's it. The cream goes on the floor. I'll do it under duress. I'm yeah. going to enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm going to be wishing I could have chosen something else. But if it's like this or the SpongeBob or any of those other gross things, I'll be like, fine. Like, you know what's good? A bomb pop. Oh, a bomb pop on a hot day. I mean, three colors. Look, that's three yeah. colors. Wait, like, can I look, say one last thing? You look thing. like a corpse at the end of it because your mouth is blue, but whatever. Yes, Jennifer, go ahead. I find that a lot of the time, and I know people who love cream skulls. I have one friend in particular who adores them. But You're still friends with them? I know. Uh, I haven't yeah, shut it off well, yet. It would be but I find that those people, and yes, I'm saying those, those who enjoy creamsicles are the kind who also like to bite into it and chomp, chomp, chomp it, as opposed to like, you know, licking like a, a ice cream treat. They like yep. to take a bite out of it, which also grosses me out a little bit. They're probably just trying to end it. <laughs> good point good point that's what i would do it's just you're down the hatch it's like a really disgusting shot you're like you know what just do it fast and then you're done it's, just, it's the tequila shot of ice cream treats it's the jagermeister of ice cream it's the jagermeister of ice cream trucks <laughs> has gold flex in it no i you know what i am not surprised at all at the um violent reactions to this particular subject matter. I always thought cream skull, when I was growing up and we had an ice cream truck that came around our neighborhood and there was not a kid under 48 who asked for a creamsicle. Like there was, you would only be an adult who went up to the truck and said, I have a creamsicle. And like, and you looked at it like, what, it doesn't even make any sense. It's like vanilla ice cream and it's got, and this is when you used to say sherbet. Like it had, it has like frozen ice as the cover of it. It's just an awful abomination. It's not a treat for anybody. It's leftovers. It's almost like uh, like scraps on the floor of the ice cream factory. Let's pull it together and see if we can make something out of it. And I vote no a thousand times no. And it's like, I will say in closing, it's the cilantro of ice creams. You're either for or against those people who are into it, into it. Most of us, no, not happening. Nope. No uh, in between. There's well, no in between like, oh, I'd have it if it were the only thing left in the truck. No, I wouldn't. Wow. I'd, I'd go without. Wow. I'd go without an ice cream treat. All right, try so this one. Try you, this. You guys, we don't, all, we don't often go 100% on one side. I know. This was it feels real, good. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're really like, you know, like coming synergy, together. Like coming together. Yeah, we just bonded, bonded on creamsicles. Yeah. Fuck you, creamsicles. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. Okay. Yeah, just strong, just strong. <laughs> Try this. Can't wait to hear this. I, I got to believe there's mm. points of view on this one. Like it or not, baby gender reveal parties. Oh, pass a hundred. First of all, we're too old. Okay. Too old. But I even feel like the um, young ones who are doing it are now souring on it. Right? It's I, just, you know what? I guess. I don't know. Go ahead. Actually, okay, well, here's one thing. So Jennifer, neither of us found out what we were having ahead of time. 
So you had to Me go neither. into the delivery room. Yeah. Had, so yeah, okay, all three so of us, none, none of us. Yeah. Yep. Synergy, you guys. Um, but yeah, so none of us did that. I, I just, I, no. No. Absolutely no. You know what? It's just, it's just, it's not, there's no need for that social media moment. I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw it out there. And you know what? If you have done it, listener, and you it made your day, that is terrific. I hope you had a great time. It's not for me. And I probably did not like that Facebook post of yours. <laughs> so, ador- so adorable. Lying. Lying. I mean, I'm so super cute. happy Lying. you're having a boy or a girl or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It just, it just, it, they, they get under my skin. Jennifer, over to you. Uh, I agree. I think that, I think it's, I think it's dumb. I mean, again, this is coming from a woman who didn't find out with all three of her children what it was. I, I thought that, I, I said this once after Alexandra had her first, cause she had her first before any of us sisters had any. And I remember being in the waiting room and I remember her husband coming out. Finally, he took his sweet time by the way. Um, and being like, it's a boy. I didn't deliver him fast enough. I know. Of me. But being like, it's a boy. And I remember bursting into tears. It was the, it was, I remember saying that's one surprise from God that like, I never want to mess with, you know, it was really, it was so such a moment kind of thing. And this just seemed to, you know, capitalize on it. And I, I, maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm just not into it. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I, to your point, Alexander, I think at this point too, we've crossed like the barrier where it's cool. And now I think it's kind of cheesy a little bit too. There's been too many people who've done it and too many like gaudy parties and awful like D-list celebrities who videotaped it and put it on, on air. And it's just, it's over. It's yuck. Yep. Yeah. We did, Jennifer and I declare it over. Yeah, it young, is absolutely over. No, and there's, there's two pieces of the question. One is, what always comes up is, do you want to know the gender of your baby beforehand? And I never hesitated. No way. Not at all. I got to have a reason to get to the finish line. Totally. So, yeah. And there are very few mysteries left in the world. So what could be yes, more like- exciting than to, than to have that big reveal and for you as a mother to go, well, hello there. <laughs> it's just, there, there's nothing, there's nothing that compares. So I don't understand. I've had this debate with the younger generation, with my nieces, you know, they, oh, I definitely want to know what the gender, why? Well, I have to decorate the room. What? Oh, really? Because that baby's coming up being like, dude, why'd you put me in a pink? Yeah. How come I'm, I'm a boy? Pink? It's supposed to be and like, what? Like I, I could never understand what is the advantage of knowing that versus the wonderful surprise of waiting and finding out at that time, at that moment. So, also, so let alone that. So anyway, just to finish my thought, that's where I feel about gender reveal. And then as far as gender reveal parties go, like you gotta be shitting me. Stop it. <laughs> just fucking stop all this stupid stuff. Get over stop yourself. People, people getting killed or blowing themselves up with gunpowder and all this stupid cakes. That, no. Eh, eh, eh. Nope. But also like you and your husband are probably the only, and your parents and siblings, whatever, they're the only people who care about your kid. Like you're going right. to invite random strangers or, or friends from work to find Force out them. what your baby gender <laughs> is. How dumb what? is that? Can I ask this? And then what? So it's a boy, it's a girl. Okay, whatever. Is the party over then? Yeah. yeah. And then you leave. Pretty much. And yeah. by the way. Unless the ex- there's a keg. Unless there's a well, keg. Well, that's what I mean. And then the expectant mother is like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. Oh, that was yeah. fun. Like, <laughs> no way. No, Pat. No. No. no, and what I like better is it's like, are you shitting me? It's a boy. 
You already have two boys. Don't you want a girl? Oh, shit. You have two boys. girls. You want a boy? So you're going to get some of that weird ass oh. gender bias, creepy stuff. Nothing good about it. Thumbs down. Wow. You guys, wow. We are in lockstep, lockstep today. It's great. Is it's really great. getting us on the same It's bringing us together. We're, we're all, you know, what we are. We're a quarantine. We're also, we are. We're also Did three she just say angry that? old women, is what we are right That's now. That's another good point. Yeah. And a little bit drunk. <laughs> no, not a little, not a little bit. All right, here's the last one. Here's the last one, and I don't even know what kind of opinion I have asking the question. So we'll see what we get. Like it or not, ASMR. Oh my god, hate spying noises. Hate it so much. I hate it. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Hate it so much. It's so terrible. Gives me Let's, nightmares. Could, could someone it makes take my a teeth itch, itch? I hate it. Could someone possibly take a moment and explain to our audience what this is supposed to be? Could someone? Literally, someone. it's what you're listening to. It's when you speak really so awful. Or sometimes it could be like fingernails <laughs> tapping. Oh, yeah. yeah, or like. It's so, it's so, so terrible. Awful. Oh my God. I would be like, oh, it makes my teeth itch. I can't handle it. Now, Jennifer, let me ask you a question. So my daughter, your niece likes to go to sleep listening to it. She says it helps her sleep. No. Yep. She does it all the time. I hate it. I'm like, I think it is so annoying. Like, okay. Oh my God. It just... like makes me itchy. I'm not Same. kidding you. It Same. makes me very uncomfortable. So listeners, normally when we're at Ellen's you know, when we're in the bunker, in the bunker. And, we, and we have our real microphones, we have these little like spittle guards in front of your microphone so that you're not like, literally, that's what ASMR is. It's, it's a constant like, it's so <gasps> terrible. It's, it's oh gross. I hate God. it. Oh, I agree. It makes me itchy. I forget what it's really for though. Is it like some people, it's like, hits like the like subconscious of yes, you or something to... like that i don't even know what it, i can't remember what it stands for and i can't remember what it is for but it affects certain people in a good way but not but only a certain percentage of the population right okay i do not know i didn't do any research on it so i really don't have any background on it what i will say the closest thing and i've mentioned this before that i can compare it to is lying on the couch on a summer Saturday afternoon, and the TV is turned down really low to a golf tournament, and all you can hear <laughs> is he steps up to the tee. He positions himself. <laughs> this has been a really tough, tough putt for Tiger for several years. And I, I think that's it's going to be so able... true. <laughs> that's all. That's okay. so can good. I, I swear, it's so good. Can I interject something? Do you know what this also reminds me of? Anyone from the greater Boston area who grew up in the 80s, who remembers David Allen Boucher? Oh, my God. Bed I don't know magic, who that magic is. Bed, bedtime magic 106.7. Bedtime magic. Oh, everybody, David every Allen city Boucher. has a station like that. But David Allen Boucher. He's still alive. He's still what alive. Was it, 110? Yes, I don't know, but he's still huh. alive and wow. he still does a radio show. And wow. uh, he takes callers from like all over the country. Get out of town. Very well, soothing. He, you know what? He was probably an early pioneer of ASMR. He was. He was on Magic 106.7, and yeah. I would fall asleep to listening Same. to him. I did it because you did it. Yeah. Well, on, on my little um, Sony stream machine, which is nice. still in my um, bedroom. Yeah. Oh, and I think, well, look, I am a huge fan of 
my father was a radio and TV talk show host. May he rest in broadcasting peace. And he had one of those voices for broadcasting. And I totally respect anybody who's on the airwaves, even the goofiest, schlockiest, you know, 107.5, your jazz wave. Let's, let's, go with it. let's get some Kenny G and make you, keep you smooth. Like, I think those are all great. But Okay. From a Will Ferrell movie. Sorry. Hey, my problem, my problem is that ASMR, what I do, if I, I mean, somebody mentioned, oh, I know, I think the last Super Bowl, there was a commercial that did an ASMR. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz did an ASMR thing. And I said, I don't even understand the joke of this. And I have to talk to my students in my advertising class on Monday about this spot. So I better go look it up. And I looked it up and I thought, this is, I keep leaning my ear closer and closer and closer and closer to try to hear this. It's making me strain my hearing as opposed to relax. So anyway, anyway, we don't have to belabor. It's like a creamsicle. We all vote no, and we no. don't understand why. Did any of us disagree on, oh, we did Star Wars. Okay, I was just going to say, because today was like, wow, that in a thousand. Yeah, we disagreed on Star Wars. No, I'm yet. just saying, like, for like it or not, that was a big no. deal. No. I'm sorry. It is. It's over. We're going to speed round. Okay, I'm going to start out with. I'm stretching. I'm, I'm going to start out with a dumb one, just because. Well, they're all smart, right? I yeah. can't. I've been said that a speed round question was dumb. Um. But let's try this. It's going to cause you to really think about your sensory, sensuous, sensuousness. Would you rather always have a small rock in your shoes or always have mud in your shoes? Mud. Mud. For sure mud. For sure mud. Because I'll tell you, when I go on a walk, if I have a little rock in my shoe, halt, stop, stop everything, Elvis. We're not walking anymore. I'm getting it out. I'm very princess in the pea in that respect. I don't like it. Because if I'm going to go around and take a walk, no. Because that's like that's like the kind of stuff that it's like the ASMR. It keeps you awake. And I don't like I it. I like the way Alex is just breathlessly, nope. Mm-mm. Let me just tell you right now. That rock comes here. I'm stopping, taking it out. Mm-hmm. Literally, I do it all the time. I'm like, rock, wish you stop. Take it out. Yeah, because it's like, you know what? We're only on this earth for a very short time. There is no time, in my opinion, to be walking around with a rock mm-hmm. in your shoe. Take Good it point. out. It takes one second. Be happy. Walk on. Walk wow. on. Walk tall, people. <laughs> rockless. Rock, walk tall, rockless. Yeah. Over to you, Jen. Jen? <laughs> it's a hard one. I, no, I Not, not you for are. your sister. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Alexandra. I think it's, um, I, to boil it down, I think the question is like the unknown with each step, like will the rock hit me this time? Will it not? Versus the constant of the squish, squish, squish mud, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. I guess mm. I'll go constant because at least I know what I'm in for. I'm with you, Alexandra. We're in lockstep. Uh, with mud in our oh, shoes. Oh. Wait, no, 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 I'm rock. 
Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to take the mud. I'm going to take the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the it's the uncertainty of knowing when that rock hits. Because it doesn't hit you every time. Right. It hits you like every fifth time, and then you're like, exactly. you're thinking to yourself like, I made it. I'm out. It's fine. The rock's gone, and then all of a sudden, boom! It it's hits back. you, and right. then you're back, and then you're just. It's every step is uncertain. I would much rather prefer the constant of the squish, squish, squish of the mud, yeah. which I wouldn't like. But no. that's what I. At least I would know what I was in for. So that's what I will go with. I'm with you, Alexandra, in lockstep. Pun Long intended. High five. High five. Ooh. Boom. Ellen. I don't know what kind of craziness is going on around here. You're with us. But we all. All agree. Three for three. So when you said, Alex, when you said Princess and the P, that is like yeah. my middle name. If I get in bed at night and there is a piece of sand down by, like if there's something in my sheets, like a piece of like anything, if there's mm-hmm. something there, I'm like, if that, yes. if I somehow dragged in a something, I am like scouring, scour, I whip back the covers. I am cleaning off the sheet. Like I cannot go to sleep. If there's something, so let alone if there is, I'm marching along and all of a sudden there's a pebble in my shoe. No, we're going to stop. We're going to fix that. Yes, all the way. Uh, mud squish. It's like, all right, it's mud. I know it's gross. When I get to, when I get home, I will clean my shoes off. But yes, the problem with that rock is it's floating around. You don't know where it's going to go. It's going to bug you. And all you do is think about it. You're constantly thinking about it. Nope. The entire time. Nope. Can I Can't make- do it? Can I make a really good analogy? And not to go back to boobs and bras, but when you're standing there and all of a sudden like, I can't figure out, and you have a single hair that has fallen down in your bra, oh, mm-hmm. and you're like, Whoa. like you can't, like I have reached down my shirt in the middle of a client meeting because I'm like, I, I'm like, ah, I can't take it. I gotta get the hair out of my bra. Yeah, or <laughs> hair on your tongue when you're like, same. Oh. Yep, same. Exactly oh. same. Yeah. Oh, oh, we are all princess in the pink. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Wow. And so those I, were very, very pretty pictures that you painted for everybody. Thanks. Well, we're sexy like, and classy. I was just going to say we are nothing if not classy. No, I like that. Let's go to let's go to another question, which is very much kind of in. It's always in Alex's wheelhouse. There's competition here. Here we go. Would you rather be an unknown major league baseball player oh or a star badminton player? <laughs> I like this one. This is a good one. <laughs> Which one would you rather be? Okay, so I know my answer. We've told we... Jennifer go first. I know <laughs> no, Jennifer. No, no, I want you. I no, want to hear you. I always hear go first. I, I want to hear yours. Yeah. Well, you oh, guys yeah. are going to argue mine because you're going to say that I'm like taking it and twisting it, but. <laughs> But I'm going to say I'm going to be the unknown baseball player because I will uh, make myself know. <laughs> like, and even if, it's con- even if it's an always an uphill battle, and look, I can admit when I don't have the talent to get me to them, like I would say one of my greatest strengths is not my weaknesses. I'm totally down with saying this is not my game, whatever. But if I'm playing baseball and I'm always going to be the number, I don't know, However, whatever number it is that you're not really going to be the known guy. 20. Okay, 20. Then I'm going to make myself known for something else. Maybe, uh, like, maybe we'll devise like a new, like, little little dance when they run across the home plate. Or like, maybe that'll be my bag. Okay. She's working on known. new marketing ideas. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh, she's branding. Yep, she is. Hey, I'm going to brand this because let's be honest, badminton, you know what? No. I mean, 
first of all, I'm not good at badminton. <laughs> so there's also that. But yeah, I don't want to be the big badminton player. I don't want to be the big badass in badminton. I just don't want to. Nobody cares. Okay. I want to be like, I play on a major league team. You don't know me, but guess, do you like that dance they all well, do? Once again, guess you who came changed up with that? it a little bit by saying that you're going to be yeah, because because you know that is what's going to happen anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying you've, you've changed what what the two the two yes. options. I are. I will remind you of the question. Okay. Be an yeah. unknown, yeah. unknown, yeah. unknown, unknown, major league baseball player. Like no one knows who you are. No one. But Again, you do I, play in the majors. Yeah, and you oh, can take that to your grave that you played in the majors, but nobody else knows. Oh, for sure. No, that's always going to be mine. I but don't want. Even like, though you think right now that you can make yourself into something bigger, bigger and better. Like oh, a weird sure. mascot. No, I'm just saying you can't, though, is what I'm telling you. You can't make yourself You're bigger and better. You're going to be a no, no, but you no. can't. No, but you can't. No, but you won't. I will find a way. No, but you won't. And you can't, because that's not the question. The question is... Well, you're hilarious <laughs> and adorable, but it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> and that's my answer. Over. Oh God. Jennifer, please <laughs> just make it move on because, oh my God, because mm. I'm going to be okay. famous as, no matter as what. As much, as much, <laughs> and I'm being 100% honest, as much as I want to pick the other one just to shut your shit down <laughs> because you are so full of it right now, how you change questions and make them be what you want to be for the answer. As much as I want to say, yes, I'll be the unknown, I'll be the badminton queen of America and the whole world. I, yeah, I'd go unknown baseball only because Ellen, you said it, you said, you'll have that with you till the day you die. And I feel like that is a bit of a bigger feather in my cap than being the world's best badminton player. However, I will say this, if I had to choose between the two sports just based on athletic ability, I think I'm a, <laughs> I, I think would enjoy and be better at badminton to begin with just who as who I am as a person. Just saying. You like you like the birdie? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a shuttlecock, by the way. Oh, my be my Yeah. Let me tell you. I know how, how to handle a shuttlecock. <laughs> Sure do. Whoa. But I'm bum. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, that's where I'm at. But I did want to shut your shit down, Alexander, because <laughs> you cannot change it like you always do. But you so. couldn't because I was also right. No, no, you okay. weren't. Oh, God. Go ahead. I like to think Go I ahead, was, Ellen. but anyway, Go ahead. Ellen, over to you. Okay, so I am torn on this question because um, my younger son was a big badminton aficionado in high school. Did I know this? This oh, is awesome. total news to me. <laughs> and he, what? And he and his pals, yes, and he played. I mean, they. I think it was intramural, semi-pro, like anything. No, not at all. But they got such a kick out of it and had such a good time. Plus, badminton was me and my dad's game. That was what we played in the backyard. Twice with your dad tonight. Yeah, yeah. Is dad's like around nearing us. his birthday or something. I guess it just was his birthday. It just oh, was May fifteenth. Yes, it just was. Oh, to your dad. Cheers. So maybe it is. Here, here's to you, Jack. Here's um, to you, Jack. And so, in some ways, it's like what to be a star, to be really good at something, even just have, especially in this day and age where you can have a following from around the world and people know, like, oh, she's one of the best in the world. Like, just you're one of the top five people in the world at a thing is very compelling. Now, on the other hand, we hold so much value around, you played in the majors? 
Well, my not father's, anymore. My father was also happening. a huge baseball fan. You played yeah. in the majors, you know, so if you were unknown, but it's like, yeah, I was on the, you know, Red Sox bench for eight seasons. Like, okay, there's value to that. I don't know. I really don't know. I think I might like to be a funky star, the star of badminton. I think I'll take it. I started out there. So I totally understand what you're saying. Like it could be really cool to own something regardless of how niche it is. Yeah. And I made a really compelling argument, Jennifer. Is that what you Well, no, it was just the, you, you die with having that on your resume. MLB. (laughs) Oh, Ellen, Ellen, I like your spunk. I like your badminton spunk. I'll tell you that right now. Thanks. I'm going to say this question is a question um, that points to follow your bliss. Sure. Follow your bliss. Like, like do it. what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Be good at what you do. Right? Okay. How about this one? <laughs> Would you rather, here we go into Twilight Zone. Would you rather forget who you are every time it rains or never be able to, never, never be able to remember why you walked into a room? So forget who you are Every time it rains. Literally, that's every day of my goddamn life. Literally. No, you do not forget who you are every time it rains. No, I forget why I'm walking into a room every day. Or okay. never, let me just say it again. Believe me, I had to read it twice. Forget who you are every time it rains. Or never, never be able to remember why you walked into a room. And I say that because never is, for some of us, we don't remember why we walked into another room. And then eventually, we do but this is you never remember why you walked in that room so forget who you are every time it rains never be able to remember why you walked into a room yeah never be able to remember when i walked into a room because i don't want to have to start over all the time are you kidding me i hate starting (laughs) over i hate it wait which one are you choosing i'm choosing i'll forget why I walked into a room every time. I mean, it's pretty okay. much my normal life anyway. And I know Ellen, you're like, no, 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 not every time. No, like I'd say a good 75% of the time. I mean, this you, so is you walk in, So now you walk into a room as we all do and go, wait, what was I in here for? Well, Literally I, all the time. And then you give up and you just go on with your day. And then later come back and get the salad bowl or whatever it is you were in that yeah, room. That's what I do like 10 times a day anyway. And I'm still here. But- okay. Here's the other thing, like, like forgetting who you are every time that you, that it's like that movie. No, I remember what the movie was with Drew Barrymore or whatever, like wherever she forgets. Oh yeah. Yeah. With Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. like having to start over every time. I mean, I've been at my same job for eight years. I, I remember somebody telling me one Have time. Have you forgotten who you are? Oh, a million <laughs> times over. But I remember somebody telling me one time, he's like, you're always looking for your last job like you don't have to die this job i'm like i don't ever want to start over i'm so done with starting over i'm too old to start over i just want to i just want to i want to know what's going to have to remember like oh wake up like they're uh, like oh crap it's gonna rain tomorrow okay bye guys i'll see you tomorrow you're gonna have to go through the and by the way that's also a lot to ask of your loved ones to be like you're gonna have to go through this every time and they would at one point they'd be like you know what let's just before the rain starts, let's drive her to her field and let her go because I'm so exhausted and she's not going to know who we are. She's not going to miss us. So they would just leave me. And you know what? I wouldn't even blame them. So no, I'm definitely going to forget walking into a room. And by the way, it happens a lot of times anyway. So, so there you go. No biggie. No, it's not even a question. Jen, where are you? 
Um, <clears throat> so the, I, I hate to, to veer from you because we've been in such lockstep, but um, going into a room, I mean, every time you go into a room, Alexander, do you know how many rooms you go into during a day? Every single time you would forget? It would be exhausting. It's not like the one time you go into the living room to find the clicker, you've forgotten. It's every time you go into a room, you forget. But Jennifer, whereas, you still know your family. Yeah, but whereas, okay, so it rains, what? In the climate that we live in, it rains, I would, I'm gonna go with like 18% of the year, right? So, sure. okay, so on those, you know, like 50 days or whatever, math is hard. I don't know if that's the right amount. I don't know either. But I, I tell people in advance, ah, looking like rain on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to bow out. And it doesn't matter that I don't remember who I am kind of thing. Like I, I could pretend to be, you know, Princess Leia that day. I, oh, could, yeah. I could adopt different personalities. I could, I could just decide to take to my bed, which as you I know is my dream. My I think dream. you're thinking this for Jennifer. Yeah. But I'm just telling <laughs> you, you, you that, do that. Do you know how many times you go into a room during a day? I would say probably like 50 you would forget every single time what you went in there for. That would drive, like, I would honestly start to go mental. Like, I would think to myself, I can't remember anything. I don't know who I am. Like, not, I don't know who I am, literally. Like, I, I, I can't remember anything. It would, it would eat away and chip away at my psyche. Whereas at least if I knew that tomorrow was going to rain, I could plan accordingly, go underground for a bit, come back out and be my normal self. Uh -uh. But every single day, going into a room every single day. But you're forgetting. Multiple every... times. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe I didn't understand the question. Do you only forget <laughs> who you are when it rains oh, and boy. then you go back to normal when it's sunny out? Yes. Wait, is that the real way, Ellen? Because if so, then I should pick that Okay, one. let me, again, let me go to the small <laughs> print. I didn't get it. I just got Johnny Cochran to come in oh, as our lawyer oh and check on it. And it says, forget who you are every time it rains. So it sounds like you're not going to know who you are for the duration of the rainstorm. Oh, I so changed my vote then. Yeah. If but, I'm just okay. going to have to like, for, if I'm just going to have to be a donor during a rainstorm, I pick that one. Yeah. Oh, I God. thought I was going to have to start over every time. No, it's not Groundhog Day. No. And by the way, it's also basically like getting really drunk when it rains. Like who cares? Mom's out again. It's raining. What? Go figure. Okay. It's raining. It's Tuesday. Who knows? It's quarantine. What do we know? <laughs> yeah. So no, no, no. I'm with Jennifer. I totally rescind my. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm with Jennifer. Let me get this straight. So rainstorm is shorthand. <laughs> Mom's hitting the bottle. Totally. Hundred percent. Oh, hey, you guys. Uh, drive yourselves to school because yeah. uh, you know it's raining. <laughs> Yes. If I were you, take the bus. Yeah. No. No. And pick up a pizza. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Looks like it's cloudy. Got it. Um, I'm with you. I think that, um, I mean, I saw this question. I was like, oh, this is a, it's awful. The never being able to remember why you walked into a room. And, and that sadly gets way too close to it hits the reality to of dementia, yeah. right? It gets way yeah. too close to things that could happen to you. So that just gave me the creep. So if I'm like, oh, it's cloudy and it's going to rain the next three days. Fine. You make arrangements and you go deep into your own personal bunker and I'll see you guys, you know, on the other side. Yeah. I'm totally with you. Um, yeah. Okay. So, We'll finish with this one. Sorry, because... can I just say one last thing? That actually sounds sort of oh, fun. God. Can we pretend it... that's actually going to happen the next time? <laughs> right? Because I'm like, Mom's going to get. You guys know what's all what. in. I... 
Where are you going, Mom? Taking Hi. six bottles of wine. I'll see you when the yeah. sun comes out. You know, Sorry. it's it's going to rain tomorrow. I got to take to my bed. <laughs> what am I going to do? I don't I know who I am. That's exactly choice. right. Look, it's a disorder. It's who yeah. I am. There's nothing Ellen, I can do about it. Ellen made me choose. What was yeah. he supposed to do? So this is how it is. Trust me, this is the lesser of two evils. Make your lunch. Make your bed. Get on make with your life. Make me a drink. Because it's raining. Because it's raining. It's raining. Yeah, you could try that. Sure. Okay, our final question. I want you to know that some of the questions that I come up with for Speed Round come from me. Some come from the internet. I comb it copiously. And I find high quality and low quality. And this is a good example of a badly structured question. So I, it's such a badly structured question. I thought I'd throw it out to you guys to see how you handle it. Okay. So here Enter we go. Uh, well, I, I really, I just thought, who put this, who put this together? So, so let's see how it goes. Would you rather cut your nails too short every time you cut them Ooh. or never be able to own a pet? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I love the non sequitur of it all. <laughs> so your nails are I, always... <laughs> so your nails are always too Wait, short. Is this a guest question or is this yours? This is absolutely off the internet. I okay. swear to God. Would you rather cut your nails too short every time you cut them or never be able to own a pet? <laughs> <laughs> this is the stuff I have to cull through to get to real mm. questions. These are these are really too like <laughs> Random, I, I, like <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where the two meet. They uh, don't. They don't. They don't. Unless you're clipping your dog's nails. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna make Jennifer go first because I've done first a lot today. Never own I a pet. Think about this. You cut them too short every time. What do you do? I think I'm I know what Jennifer's get, gonna. I'm gonna get hate mail on this. <laughs> I don't care about the pet anymore. I had a cat Ooh. for 16 years who Pedro and, and shot in my shoes and. If I can't have a pet again, I'm okay with that. But the cutting the nails really short, I, that that pain, I can feel it. Just when you said cutting your nails too short, you know, when you do it, like, and it's, oh God. And like you touch something and you're like, ah, a toenail that's too short. And always doing that would be tough. Although if I were to be Alexandra, I would come up with a solution and be like, well, I never cut them. I just filed them. It would be much easier. And then I wouldn't have to worry about it. And I could have a pet too. Maybe my pet could like chew on my toenails and then I would never actually cut them and it wouldn't be me who was doing it. So I'd win on both scenarios. That so was not part of my argument. <laughs> <laughs> I have one and I'm ready. I'm ready whenever no, you're ready. I love animals. I do. But um, I don't know. As Alexander said, these don't meet in the middle at all. <laughs> these two, um, these two things. Long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess... Uh, Ugh. All right, I guess I'll have I guess I'll have two short nails and some pets. I guess that's what I changed Wait, my vote. I just really? changed my vote. I just I just turned it around at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm feeling pandemic Jennifer? and weird. I Jennifer don't know. Palmer, this is where we part ways. And I oh, love. Oh, wait, are you with me? Because if you're with me, I might be with. No, you. I'm I'm going the other way. Dude. Are you going my original way? 
I'm going, I'm, I'm keeping my nails. Okay, then I'm, I'm with you. Then I'm with oh, you. I thought okay, come back. Yeah, come back, come back to the nice oh, manicure. Gonna get so I love Elvis. I do. I love Elvis. He's a great little dog. I love him. But, However. But However. guess what I also love? Manicures. I love manicures. I give myself manicures. I'm, you do a good I'm, job. Thank you. I'm anxiously awaiting when... When the manicure salons can open back it's up lifted. again, yeah. yeah, I'm like I'm. I, whatever, It'd be I'm great. Yeah, and um, I can pet other people's dogs. That's cool. I mean, I love Elvis. I don't want Elvis to go away. Like, if it was like you have to pick Elvis or nails, I'd be like, oh fuck, I guess I gotta go. I can Elvis. pet other people's dogs. <laughs> I did enjoy that. I thought that was kind of funny. And especially if I have nice nails, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm like, oh, yeah. like that. Now oh, I'm like giving Winnie them would good. Be happy. Winnie would love it with my long nails, petting mm -hmm. her. So yeah, I mean, you know. But here's the other thing: I also have many people in this house I'm living with, and. You know, we're we're making dinners and we're doing laundry, whatever. We're also walking dogs, folks. Okay, so if we're gonna take one task away, okay. Guess what? I'm good with I'm good with having some nice nails. That's oh all my I'm God. gonna say. But I do love Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Nope. I think it's well, funny though that Alexandra approached the nail thing from the like aesthetic, like I like having pretty nails, whatever. 100%. And I, right, and I approached it from the pain of like cutting them too short and having to touch something. And I think it's just interesting the way we both see nails, very different. It's called vanity, Ellen. She's going that I'm the vain sister. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're, you also have better nail beds than I do and thinner fingers. My nails are atrocious. I have sausage fingers. It's very you different. Don't. I've never loved my fingers. This came from your dad. She got your mom. It's not fair. <laughs> yes, we did unpack this in an earlier Sorry, episode. Ellen. Ellen, thank you for putting up with the two of us. Your turn, please. Wow. <laughs> Ellen's like, why am I always at like a dysfunctional drunken family reunion? How did I get into this? I never signed up for this. She's like, like I, I'm like, sorry, is Thanksgiving over? <laughs> Can I go home now? Ellen's like, I'm living by myself, literally. How do I keep getting myself tangled up in this shit? <laughs> I know things were going so well. <laughs> no, it's no, no, and no. Um, nothing you say surprises me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, uh, I'm so glad you rose to the challenge of a question that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, first of all. So you get lots of points for that. Nobody should have to, yes, let's toast. Nobody should have to give up pets or cut their nails painfully short. What I will say in giving my answer is just this past week, and I don't know how it happened, I cut one nail too short. So it was a throbbing ache for a good six days until oh, it, it come back in. It was every time it was like the stupid finger, stupid finger, stupid finger. Yes, that I had somehow clipped the cuticle or clipped the nail, mm -hmm. or whatever it was. And so this question cut, you know, it was pretty close to home. Cut you to the quick. When I saw it, when I was like, oh, you know, that's a really good point. Um, so that said, do I want constant pain in my fingers versus the long-term pain in my heart of no animals uh -huh. in my house? So that's a very, very tough question. It's an awful question, that, uh, an awful bargain that no one should have to have to strike. Um, I would say, though, Meanwhile, that I- like such a jerk. I was no, like, I'll, I can answer this. I'll give up those pets. <laughs> Ellen's no. so, Ellen, you, you're so kind. No, I'm going to give up those pets. I don't oh. give a good goddamn. If my hands, if my hands. Did you? 
Yeah, I will give up the pets. If my hands were throbbing, I went through that this week and I'm not going through it again. And you know what? Just wow. like you said, hey, nice dog. Hey, can I come over to your house and see your kittens? Seems great. Uh, I just, I can't, I can't live that way. I can't live with throbbing fingers or pebbles in my shoe. None of this stuff. Can, no. no can do. No can do. You know what's so funny? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was Please just going to say that this has become the uncomfortable episode. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think it's funny that this is in the, like, uh, God help us. I hope it's like the height of the pandemic and not like the very beginning, but it, it's all the little things that are literally getting under our skin. It's the little Could tiny be. things like cut nails and, 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 and yeah. like little pebbles in our feet. These are the things that are starting to eat it away. And it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. Well, this I is just what told. is happening to all of us right now. We're all choosing the options that are not those little tiny, tiny cuts every day. We are. Our focus is getting so small. I was, I had my little, um, I do my little online gym classes and. What'd you um, call it in the beginning of the episode? Like jump and stomp or something. My jump, of all my, my jumping and shouting. Jumping and, and shouting. And so everybody's there and like, hey, how are you going? Coming on. Blah, blah. And so everybody pops into the Zoom and they're like, Ellen, what are you doing? I said, well, I just got to tell you, I found one of my Mr. Clean Magic erasers <gasps> and I suddenly discovered how disgusting all my light switches and all my moldings were. And so I've been doing the kind of cleaning around my house no human ever does because no one sees it and why would you so yeah like the weird the the weird smallness of the world on us right the now the four walls are closing in and they are. and everything they are. that's small feels big to us right now yep. including the pebble in your shoe yes including the pebble in your shoe so well hey did you guys like write this ahead of time because this is like the perfect like wrap it all up to the episode i'm super impressed no we've just been drinking Ellen's glaring at me right now she's like we did not, i'm not, not glaring i'm that's me thinking she's contemplating <laughs> my baby, my baby. i'm thinking all about you <gasps> and i'm thinking about how on zoom it still looks like i have a racking <laughs> stripe up the middle of no, my freaking hair part and so when hair salons open i'm going to be outside with a picket sign saying pick me first what I'm going to be doing. I am. Girl, maybe you could do a gender reveal party with like the squirt gun where <laughs> wait, instead wait, of wait. the pink in the What's blue, my real color? Be- <laughs> Woo! There it is. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to Wait, I thought we were going to go into adult, adult I, gender I reveal. I didn't want to pull my pants down. So I decided <laughs> oh, oh, to flip well, over yeah. a portion of my hair. That's another so way Thanks for clarifying, Ellen. <laughs> I thought that our listeners would pretty much figure I was parting my hair nope. on my head. No, no. So listen, listeners. And thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I think I you it, know that. I what? hope everybody learned something today. And I'm talking to you, Melissa Manchester. That's what I'm talking to. Oh, you're asking Melissa Manchester to yes. learn something when she taught us so much? You know, that's a good you're point. You're asking the point. teacher to learn from the student. Grasshopper. You know, Grasshopper. My be. My be. Melissa Manchester, we bow. Thank you for teaching us so much Mike. during this time of pandemic. You know what you might want to do? Play a little badminton. Just step back, play a little badminton, and just be a star in your own little yard. Okay? Boom. And with that, listeners, we are a little bit punchy, but when we come back, we won't be any better. So join us, because I know you're going to like it, and thanks for seeing us, and ladies, yeah, I think we better say goodbye. Say goodbye. Yes,
Peace out, ding-dongs.